What's going on, everyone? This is Nate the Great coming to you live from the All Sports All Plays Network. This is the ASAP Wrestling Hour, and I'm here today with Chris Robinson uh, talking about you know some of the stuff that went down for uh, Raw, AEW, and in SmackDown. Uh, but before we get to all of that, Chris, how, how has been the, the week been for you? Man, it's been pretty good. Thanks for asking. Um, just, you know, happy to be here. Let's talk some wrestling for the next hour. <laughs> um, this is one of the very few weeks that I personally think that Raw was a little, just a little bit better than SmackDown. You know what? I, I, I said the same thing. That I actually enjoyed um, Raw this week, and SmackDown was kind of. Mm. It's very rare when it happens, but I I kind of like this one a little, just a little bit better. Uh, is it because of Roman Reigns? Like, is, is <laughs> <laughs> um, no? I kind of think it's because of uh, Big E. Yeah, the way he, he just does things with the New Day's making things entertaining. Uh, but to start things off. Um, speaking of Roman Reigns and the New Day, the very first match was a tag team match. It was a three-on-three, uh, the Bloodline versus the New Day. The winner of this was the New Day. Um, now, Chris, we'll go with, well, you're the only one on, on here. Ray's about to hop on a little bit. Uh, Chris, you know, what are your thoughts on the match? I mean, this was my favorite match of the night. Uh but the triple threat was close. Um, I liked it. It was very surprising how long that they went, um, you know, for that ending. It gave us a – I think it would be good for the future to go back to this match, to go back to the Roman Big E feud, the Usos New Day. Um, 
I really like Lashley coming out. Just hey, I lost the title, but you know I'm still the baddest man in the WWE. Let me beat up everybody. Yeah, I like that one. I like that one as well. I mean, especially since like after it, it set up to where we're gonna be talking about later, where the uh, he's basically beating up on everybody, which caused the distraction. Um, and which is why the bloodline ended up with the win by Roman pinning uh, Xavier Woods. Um, I'm going to pull something up real quick. Uh... I, it was weird, though, because, you know, normally that's a DQ. But the ref let it play out. Maybe because it wasn't on the stage? I'm not sure why. I, don't, I, thought, I thought maybe because, like, the four he attacked before the end of the match weren't the legal men, but I mean, you know, they'll bend the rules to uh, to suit whatever they need, but yeah, that's true. Uh, that's true. Um, but they kind of he was kind of beating up on anybody, I wasn't really paying yeah. attention to it, was, I was paying attention to some of the side parts more than I was towards the match itself, but uh, so. Going up to the next part. Um, going up to the next part was actually, eh, it was an okay, okay match. Uh, the rivalry between Dewdrop versus Eva Marie um, <sighs> continues. Uh, wow. This match was so bad that even Hulu didn't want to put this up. Um, it was the exact same thing we saw last week and a week before. Yes. Like, let's just move on. Yes. I know Dewdrop has some fans out there. I'm not one of them. Uh, nobody wants to see Eva wrestle. Yeah, I mean, she's good on the mic, but yes. that's it. Um, now, once this rivalry ends, do you think Dewdrop is going to change her name? Um. She needs to. Um, she can go back to the Piper name that she had in UK, but I don't think she will because I don't think Vince wants her to. Yeah, you, okay. you know Vince has this thing for weird names. Yeah, that's true. Um, you know, next match was probably. I noticed one thing about the match that might set up a, a little bit of a storyline. Uh, but it was Randy Orton versus AJ Styles. And in the match, um, so in, in before the match started, there was a little bit of a back and forth. Well, it was a, it was a conversation, but more of the riddle talk. Um, basically, Randy Orton, he said, he said something where, hey, how about you go tell... Uh, how about you go tell uh, Omos, you know, distract Omos while I go fight AJ. It's basically what Randy Orton said. And Rill's all, okay, cool. They go into the match and nothing happens between Riddle and Omos. But Omos gets disqualified because of what he did to Randy Orton, but he gets disqualified by the ref. Nothing happened uh, with Riddle on the sideline. 
So I'm wondering if there's going to be a storyline developed off of that. That's like as far as what? Like his riddle with them or no, um no. I, I just oh. I see something develop maybe off of that. I don't I wanna I don't wanna say miscue, but the, there was no distraction involved. Yeah, you hmm. know, that's what they were thinking before the match. That's what they were talking about. Otherwise, why would they have that conversation? Yeah, I got you. Uh, I mean, it'd be a good callback later. You know, when they, because we all know that feud's coming. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> um, but I see it happening sooner than later. Yes, yeah. They're like two or three weeks. Um, Dominic. Uh, he, he actually does the other wrestling show over on the All Sports All, All Plays Network. Uh, his uh, He said, I don't think that that was a DQ because they weren't the legal man. I don't remember a DQ finish uh, when a non-active member got attacked. That's true. Yeah, I thought about that, but I mean, that makes sense. Um, now for, you know, the final, you know, the final of this match was Randy Orton defeating AJ Styles. I think they need to, I think maybe they, they, they should move on from that rivalry between them two, to be honest, and maybe bring back the, uh, arcade bro versus the new day. Yeah. I mean, um, there's other teams that, you know, can be in a tag title picture. We'll discuss a couple, you know, later on in some other matches. Mm-hmm. But um, I did like the ending to that match, like the little callback to, you know, uh, AJ going for a foot on the forearm or it goes for the RKO. They both fake each other out, Spider-Man point. Like, that was just a good moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, DDT, RKO. Uh, Finish kind of fell a little flat, but like that moment before, it was great. It got my attention even more. Um, but like you said, I think – I mean, don't get me wrong. These two have great matches. They have great chemistry, but yeah, how many do. times do we want to see the match? It's 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 so repetitive. It they There's – yeah, that should be moved on and maybe uh, bring up some other tag, tag team into the picture. Um. Other tag team in the future, maybe the Viking Raiders or, you know, something like that. Actually, Viking Raiders and Arcade Bro, that would not be a uh, bad uh, rivalry. I would that really, think about I, that. I, I don't, I'm not a Viking Raiders fan, but I could see that match happening and I'll watch it. <laughs> I can too. <laughs> um, because, I mean, you know, they're deceptively quick. Riddle's deceptively strong. It works out great. You know, up next was the Shayna Baszler versus Nia Jax match. You know, the match that we talked about last week where this this split up, you know, this tag team has been going on for a long, long time. And now there's a feud. And I loved the ending, um, to tell you the truth. Because the ending... Ended up in a well. Okay, I do feel like it was kind of short. I will say that. 
Um, yeah, um, I think it needed to, though, for the ending that you're about to discuss. Yes, but the ending was... It ended by... Uh, Shanna basically faded out Nia Jax and continued to beat on her, continued to beat on her. Basically, she gone to the steel steps at one point and um Shayna was you know basically beating up on that on that arm you know stepped on her arm that was inside the steel steps um Naya and while this was going on was just in a meltdown she was upset crying um I kind of liked it. Yeah, um, it establishes Shayna back to that vicious monster that we wanted to see. Uh, Naya could come back as a baby face. Mm -hmm. um, kind of like how you were saying, you know, it was a short match. I think it had to be short because they knew that if they had a long match, what was going to happen after was still going to take away from the match. So just go ahead and get it over with. Let's have this brutal moment after where Shayna just – destroys Naya, which is something you don't see happen often. Naya actually has some sympathy. Shane is a <laughs> monster. It, it's good storytelling. Um, up next is uh, Masafa Ali and Monster versus Andrew Garza and Humberto Carrillo. Um, and the winner of this one was uh, Garza and Carrillo uh, defeated out Mustafa Ali and Mansoor. Um so this was a short, uh, basically it was a squash match um, for this. It was, but I, the only thing I would say is I want to see more out of uh, Mustafa and Liam Mansoor. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, they're both good wrestlers. They did bring him up. They did bring him up in like two matches, the tag team turmoil and the, uh, uh, the four-man tag team matches, but mm -hmm. it there was nothing this week. Yeah. Um, I think this one was more of a showcase for Umberto and uh, Garza. Uh, they looked great together. I know yeah. they're cousins, so maybe, you know, that family chemistry, but that's a tag team I want to see more of. I really want to see more of uh, Ali and Mansoor as well. Uh, hopefully they could do something with this program and give us some longer matches. I wanted to see a feud. I brought this up in an earlier show. I wanted to see a feud with Ali and Mansoor versus uh, Miz and Morrison. But even though that tag team is split up, um. But uh, that that's something that's probably not going to happen for ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I wouldn't mind seeing that. I, Morrison is still a great athlete. He can put on a good show. Ali is very underrated. He's probably the most underrated wrestler on Raw. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, he is. No, yeah. actually, I take that back. He's the second most underrated. Uh, Who's behind, behind Ricochet. I forgot about Ricochet. 
<laughs> Where has he been? Like, when's the last time he's been on a show? I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. I feel like he might be moving to SmackDown um, in the draft or something like that. Uh, yeah, he could definitely benefit from a move. Yeah, and then just have a rise there, or maybe a shot at the Universal title or something like that, or I don't know. Uh, they need to do something with them. Actually, Universal title might be a little bit of reach, but uh, Ricochet, Intercontinental Champion. Just yeah, he could that. definitely be the Intercontinental Champion. I could see him getting a uh, Universal title match, not winning it. But That's true. That's true. Hopefully they do more than what they did when he faced Brock. I want to see a uh, Cesaro and Ricochet match. That would be nice because you know Ricochet could sell for all his power moves. Yeah, yeah, that wouldn't that would be good if they give it enough time. That's true. That's the one thing like about these kind of matches they gotta have time. We kind of got a little little bit off topic. Uh, yes. Moving <laughs> into the next uh, next match that happened in the uh, women's division. Well, actually, speaking of tag team matches, because, you know, that the uh, Nia Jax versus Shayna Baszler, that, that match happened, but it was not the last match we just talked about. Basically, it was another short match in the women's division. It was a tag team match, and the titles were on the line. And something that I, I expected a little bit going on, um, but not really. It, it was kind of if and there. I, I could see it, but I didn't think it was going to happen, basically. Is Shannon Baszler and... Uh, not Shannon Baszler. <laughs> Nikki A.S.H. and Rhea Ripley being a tag team. Yeah, it's a makeshift tag team, which I don't really get. It's almost like they're doing the same thing with RK Bro in the women's division. You know, just two different people pair them up. One's like this yeah, hard ass, and the Randy, other's kind of goofy. Yeah, but Randy Orton seems to be more paranoid than Rhea Ripley is. True. Um, I figured that they would win, but not how they won. I will say this. I will say this. I could see a feud going on soon between Nikki A.S.H. and Rhea Ripley. They they need to come up with a name. <laughs> um, and uh, oh gosh, I'm blanking on their name. Uh, what's that tag team that just came up to the SmackDown from uh, NXT? Shotzi and um, Knox. Yeah, Shotzi and Knox. I could see that. Because, you know, where was their title shot going? Exactly. That's they just got jumped in line. Um now I don't see it I don't see maybe a match happening like this Friday because, you know, they need some but at the same time, Big E just had what, three matches in this last week? Yeah. So maybe, but Mm. No, I don't think they're gonna do it that soon. You got to build it up. Uh, That's true. But they really should just get rid of the women's tag team titles. I like. I, there's I, only what three teams now, and it's those three right there. 
and they're just thrown together. Yeah, that's true, but I still disagree with it. There's not a lot of women's tag teams uh, in the uh, the WWE, yes, but Mm-mm. NXT has some good ones, but yeah, that's what they need to do is just bring it up. Yeah, go back to how they first started and have all three like uh, have all three brands just defend the uh, women's tag team titles. Yeah. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. Um, you know what? Next is the Charlotte. It's not a match, but it is a build up to the Extreme Rules event uh, going on this Sunday. Charlotte Flair basically has this back and forth conversation uh, with Alexa. You know, and. I, it's about, this was okay, okay. You know, part of, part of what happened was you know last week on Raw, they Alexa gives Charlotte Flair a gift, um, which Sorry, was I don't have an answer for that. I should probably unplug that. Alexa heard you talking and. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 I probably should unplug that. Just for this segment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. So they gave uh she gave her a doll last week, and throws her in the trash. Alexa basically found finds it, and then gives it back to her this week. She rips it. She rips the head off of it. Um, and there's this, basically, this back-and-forth conversation. Basically, the message that Alexa is trying to get across is that Charlotte needs to be happy. It's okay. I mean, it was a good... I would have liked there to be more of a... a of a match going on between the storyline that's being built. I mean, other than what's going on in Extreme World Rules, but. I like. Uh, I like both of those wrestlers. I like what they do on the mic. I just didn't like the storyline. I, I didn't really care too much about the storyline. Last night was the first Alexa Bliss segment that I actually enjoyed probably for the past year. Um, it seems like she's finally getting out of the spooky character. She was having fun with it. Uh, Charlotte held her own. Well, of course she's going to, but they just had some great little barbs, you know, like, yeah, you have the most reigns, but you also lost it the most times. The little originality comment, you know, of course, Ric Flair's woo. Let's not talk originality. Let's, that's a shot at the Fiends gimmick that Alexa stole. <laughs> See, <laughs> uh, like th- they made a little personal, and that right now that's probably the only feud that I'm looking forward to for Extreme Rules. I want to see like the uh, Roman versus Finn, but I don't. There's, there's not really a feud there. This one is the only feud that feels like it has something going. I can do um, without the dolls, though. I'm, I'm uh, I don't feel the dolls. So, 
Dominic left a couple of comments. He says, almost brutality for their tag team name when we were talking about uh, Nikki A.S.H. and Rhea Ripley. Um, and, and then he goes, put the titles in the bin. I agree. Get rid of the women's tag titles. Um, and he says, the Alexa Bliss Charlotte Flair segment was gold. And then he says, yes, Chris, with the good opinion. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> um, the last part was, actually, I take that back. There's one more, um, you know, one more head on head uh, match before the triple start match, uh, the main event of the night. Uh, basically, this match was, you know, not one that I expected. Um, I thought Sheamus was going to end up with the win, which was Sheamus versus Jeff Hardy, because I got when I came back into watching wrestling again, it always seemed to be the fact that Hardy seems to have been losing a whole lot, and now you have. Sheamus in the title picture, you know, he, he won uh, the United States championship champion. You know, he's been put in the, the pic- title picture for WWE, um, you know, WWE uh, titles, but I, I didn't expect this. Maybe they're building up, uh, maybe they're building up, uh, Jeff Hardy for a, a little while. Maybe they're having a, a storyline with him and Damian Priest and Sheamus or Drew McIntyre. You know, maybe they're building something up right there. I think you remember a couple of weeks ago when Jeff was in the 24 segment or 24 yeah. seven segment. Well, he was tw- trending on Twitter because of that reason. And I think WWE saw that. I was like, okay, people still like left, still like Jeff Hardy. You know, they gave the next week he had a competitive match with Damian Priest. Mm-hmm. And now he's going to be in the U.S. title. I think they're just trying to get some because they see people still love Jeff Hardy. Let's capitalize on it. Let's get some attention on it. Build him up because we know eventually he, he doesn't have too much left with WWE. I'll say he, he'll probably join his brother, but I'm not. Now, here's a theory that I have. I think Matt Hardy is going to come back from AEW to WWE. They have a run for a little bit over in WWE for a short while. Those two together go from WWE to AEW and have a run there. Then two retire together as the Hardy Bros. Hmm. So you think Matt will jump back to WWE and then jump back to AEW? Yeah. I'm not, not saying it won't happen, long, but yeah, I was about to say. I mean, their their age is kind of getting up there, but I I can see maybe you know next four years both those guys retire over in AEW. Hmm. Yeah. Um. So if it's kind of all talk, but if they do, are they in the WWE Hall of Fame? I mean, we know they're Hall of Famers. Oh yeah, yeah. But do they get inducted if they retire from AEW? Yes. Hmm. I just think it's because of the legacy that, you know, the Hardy Bros have been 
have put built. Uh, I, I still think that's likely. Um, I still feel like I feel I feel like a lot of these guys, uh, you know, the Daniel Bryan. I feel like Daniel Bryan same way. If he retires in the AEW, um, I still feel like he's going to go in the WWE Hall of Fame. You know, there's a couple of of other people like. Uh, Ruby Riot that I don't feel the same way, mm-hmm. but you know Daniel Bryan and Jeff Hardy, yeah, yeah, I do, and Matt Hardy. Hmm. Um, then the last part of the night was the triple threat match: Big E versus Bobby Lashley versus Roman Reigns. Um. The one thing that I like, I, I like that match because, you know, Roman ended up with the win, uh, defeating Lashley and Big E. But the th- I have one thing to say that's in the positive about it and one thing to say that's, you know, in a negative about it. Uh, start off with the negative first. We've seen way too many triple threat matches, and I feel like they're dying that down just a little bit. Um, you know, but my one one thing I really like, uh, I like this match, period, because I like how they set it up. Yeah. It wasn't just, it wasn't like, hey, you know, Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns, not Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman, uh, the Randy Orton and the Drew McIntyre match that we had uh, a while back, where it was just, hey, you know, all, all the blue out of the blue, hey, we want a title shot there. It wasn't like the uh, four, uh, fatal four way match. Hey, we want a title shot there. Yeah, I like how this was set up because at least there was a f- actual feud going on between. Bobby Lashley between Big E and between Roman Reigns. Yeah, I did like uh, just the buildup, you know, throughout the night. All three, mm-hmm. well, Paul Heyman uh, went backstage, you know, hey, we want this match. I want this match. They had no choice but to do it. Uh, I, I if- felt like Roman Reigns was going to come on Monday Night Raw because of what happened Friday Night SmackDown, which we'll get to that next. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, like you said, it was a good, it was a really good triple threat match. Um, I know you had as your number two, but that was my favorite match of the night. One was because even though I figured Roman would win, it was so unpredictable. Like at one point, I thought Big E had pinned Roman. You know, after he hit the big ending, and it was just mm-hmm. hard to predict. That's true. It, like I bought into every uh, every near fall. Um, three all three men, you know, hit their big spots. Strong, powerful wrestlers. Just it was just a really yeah. good triple threat match, and it didn't have like that standard triple threat formula of one person rest outside. Like all three were getting our moves in throughout the match. And and one thing I will say, one the only reason why this was match was not my number one is because we've seen triple threat matches, you know, a lot yeah, okay. in this past year. Um, and, but 
Otherwise, if this was something that we hadn't seen in a while, or they changed how those triple threat matches are done, where it was kind of like that fatal four-way elimination match with uh, uh, with uh, Liv Morgan, um, with Bianca Belair, you know, those four. Mm-hmm. If it was like that, where one person gets out, they're done, and that's not the end of the match. Yeah, I do like when they do those kind of matches. I, I like those very matches. rare. It's, it's very rare that it happens, so it stands out. I want that to be the new way they do triple threat. Yeah, well, one reason they couldn't do it with this match because Biggie or Roman can't can't take a loss right now. Like, I kind of figured Lastly was going to take the pinfall, but I really thought Biggie was going to win just because you know he's the new champion. Let's build him up. So seeing Roman win was kind of a pleasant surprise. Um, Jeff Hardy was one of the most uh, popular superstars of all time. Fans just want to see him on the screen doing something meaningful. Yeah, that's true. So moving over to SmackDown. uh, first, First match of the night. I love how this was set up. You know, it was it was Finn Balor, Biggie versus um, versus the Usos. The winner was Big Out. Uh, Big. <laughs> I almost said Big, <laughs> Big Balor. I almost wanted those two together. It's a good team um, name. <laughs> um, but the winner was Biggie and Finn Balor. One thing I will say is throughout Monday Night Raw, it might have been just a technical difficulty on my side, but throughout, not Monday Night Raw, but throughout Friday Night SmackDown, the audio was cutting out, especially within the first match. I don't... You know, I really can't remember if I had that problem or not. It, It was like two or three... It was two or three. Uh, it was two, two to three matches where that happened. Where it mm-hmm. cut, cut either um, it would cut down for like it would cut off for like two to three seconds, but and mm-hmm. then it would go back. It was weird. Well, no, I know what you're talking about. Um, the fans were uh, cursing at Roman. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's what it was. Okay. So they cut. No, no, they weren't cu- cursing at Roman because Roman wasn't in the match. Oh, there's more like during the uh, segment before. No, no, Roman was not. Like when it Biggie was... first came out, like before that. Are you talking about during the match itself? It, it was happening. Uh, it was, you know, it was before the match. It was like that back and forth feud between the Usos and Big yeah. Anthony Balor. Oh, so they were cursing at Roman, even though he wasn't yes. there, like there physically. Well, I know that at one point that's what was being muted out because it was like a they, you know, they were saying bad words. So, <laughs> uh, um, I, I, I am gonna have to laugh at something. I'm cut a little, little ahead because uh, this was not cut out. But one of the fans told um, 
Sami Zayn to go to AEW. <laughs> what? I <laughs> didn't that hear was that. Not cut out. That was not cut that. out. <laughs> it was during this match between Dominic, uh, him and Dominic Mysterio. Basically, uh, he was, you know, there was this yelling back and forth. Dominic, Dominic was, uh, Dominic was hurt. You know, he was down mm-hmm. for a little bit, and there was this going back and forth between the fan and and uh, Sami Zayn. <laughs> Told him to go to AEW because we don't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and Paul looks like he probably will eventually. <laughs> okay. Uh, now, well, we'll go into that when that happens. When we, well, not when that happens, but like when that we talked about that match. Um. You know the winner of that match. What was like your reactions of the match itself when, with Big E and Finn Balor versus the Usos? Uh, it did what it needed to do. Um, Big E, his first match after being a champion, he looked good. Uh, he dominated. Uh, Finn, you know, he looks like a worthy contender. Not believable, but you know, he. I mean, not. I'm not gonna say he's not believable. We know he's not gonna win. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it set up the. It just set up the matches that it needed to. Except uh, like Biggie has a great presence. Um, Usos were there just to take the pinfall. So, it's tell you that to, to be flat honest, flat honest, you know, in past Roman Reigns matches. I have always rooted against Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Um, well, when he has the the when it was title matches, but you know when it was like head to head, you know non title matches where it's triple threat, or whatever. I don't, you know, but this time I'm rooting for Finn. I'm rooting for Roman Reigns to win because what would be the point of the Brock Lesnar feud? And I, I do not like that they've done that. I that do. Book, I don't. Well, that they booked a match after already, like that. We know Finn's not going to win now. Like I mean, we already knew before. Yeah. But that just solidifies it. The, and to tell you the truth, now I'm kind of wondering if Brock Lesnar is going to win, lose. I'm sorry, lose the next title match. Uh, title match because Big E wanted to challenge Roman Reigns when the third match comes out. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck? I mean, it's making Roman look like he's playing that heel role good. Everybody hates him and wants to fight him, but maybe it's too many storylines going on for him. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much. It- Soon, sooner or later, you're going to have another like Randy Orton and John Cena versus the Raw roster, uh, or something <laughs> like that. I'm like, they need to focus on one main event at a time. Yeah, because look, there's a pay per view Sunday, and the WWE title's not even on the exception. The one exception is when WrestleMania is built up because of the 
Royal Rumble and the Elimination yeah. Chamber. But otherwise, focus on one pay-per-view at a time, other than maybe announcing it, that the pay-per-view, yeah, of this pay-per-view will happen. Um, so... So the next match after that was Rick Rick Boogs versus Robert Roode. Uh, The winner of this match was Boogs. Uh, Rick ends up with the win over Robert. Um, It's a good match, but I kind of wish that there was a storyline, an actual storyline being developed. Like, you know, hey, uh, Dolph Ziggler was talking to having a conversation a few weeks back, you know, with someone and maybe there's like a huge uh, drama being involved mm-hmm. with the, you know, something like that. I just, I kind of wish this storyline, this, these matches that have been going on lately, there was an actual storyline with it. Yeah. Um, I don't, care about that storyline uh i do like to see boobs uh he's entertaining but why robert rude i mean if you're just trying to have him squash somebody they could have got somebody to do it because you can still build robert rude up and make him a worthy contender to at least the u.s title or intercontinental title sorry and uh, Dominic says Boog versus Robert Root was not a good match. Because it was and a squash I, I match. I disagree. I disagree because, I mean, okay, maybe maybe a little bit because it was a squash match, yes. But it's not something that WWE has always been predictable, and I this was not, which is why I kind of liked it. Yeah, I didn't see it being a squash. So, yeah, I can see what you're saying on that part. Um, so, you know, up next was, you know, Seth Rollins addresses last week's, you know, situation with Edge and uh, wondering if all of his acts that he did with the past couple of weeks until the end was just to try to trick us. Um, yeah. Um, originally, I thought maybe it was the beginning of a face turn, but you know, his, at the very end, he's like, you know, I got to end Edge. They pull the they pull what um, you know, they pull what uh, the man uh, did a few weeks back, where you know she she saw. I'm sorry for absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it runs in the family. <laughs> um. I love I love this cameo. I just feel like maybe there's still a little bit. I, I'm still pulling for that uh, um, for that uh, face, Seth Rollins, just because I want to see you know what it is. Yeah, um, I do too, and I really want to see a Seth face versus. Roman. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But it would be like a yeah, Seth Base versus Roman. Um although I would laugh if they did like the heel as well. 
I mean, if they do like a hill, uh, Seth Rollins, and it starts, <laughs> and it cuts, starts constantly laughing at Roman Reigns. Ooh, you can't laugh at. You know what? That would actually work because, like, if you're laughing at Roman, you're disrespecting the head of the table. <laughs> That's a match I want to see as a main event. Yeah. Uh. Next up is Tony Storm and Liv Morgan. They faced uh, Carmella and Zelina Vega. Um, you know, this whole beautiful woman of all of WWE gimmick needs to go. I mean, it's probably the worst gimmick out of all of WWE, other than maybe, other than maybe the uh, Happy Corbin Ben Corbin. That whatever gimmick he <laughs> wants to go, I'm sorry. Uh, I I don't like what they're doing with this. Mm-mm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Except for the feud, it's I. This is another one where, I, like what I said with uh, Alexa Bliss for Monday Night Raw, this is another one where I like the. Dude, I just don't like the storyline. Um, I don't like that. Well, like I said, I don't. Liv Morgan is gonna have a match Sunday. Big E is not. Like what? Yeah, I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah, don't don't like that. Big um, e. Who, by the way, just won WWE Championship is not going to have his revenge against the guy. I mean, sorry, Bobby Lashley. Excuse me. Let me just repeat what I just said. Bobby Lashley, who just lost his title in the middle between two main events, is not going to have his revenge at the next pay per view mm-hmm. against the guy that cashed in uh, the contract on him. But we're going to get a match over somebody who faked a broken nose. Yeah. That does not make any sense. <laughs> I wonder how Survivor Series is going to go. Oh, that's I was something talking, forward to. I was talking about Big E and uh, Bobby Lashley for Survivor Series, if they're going to be on the same team. Ooh. That's not gonna work out. No, because last was just going to rampage. That's now that I think about it, it's not gonna work for anybody because look what he did against Drew McIntyre. Look what he did against Sheamus. Look what he's. Look what happened with Big E. I mean, I don't think it's gonna work for anybody. Mm-mm. Unless, I don't know, we got to see about the draft, like where he ends up or where everybody ends up. That's true. Um, so, up next, actually, was Dominic Mysterio versus Sami Zayn. And maybe that this is something that will be announced on Friday for Friday Night SmackDown. But this is... Uh, as much as I dislike Sami Zayn, um, this is a match I want to see for 
for the main event for Extreme Rules. First silver match for Dominic Mysterio. And it would be kind of cool if, say, Sami Zayn beats him this Friday, challenge, uh, Dominic challenges a match and wins in Extreme Rules. Yeah. Um, but they got to do something to get, get away from this feud, too, because what is this, like the third or fourth straight week that Sami's beat Dominic? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with Ray. Maybe he's going to challenge Sammy and beat him just to kind of be like, look, kid, this is what you do. I don't know. This is kind of a hard storyline to predict. Uh, the, I mean, the matches are entertaining. Yeah. Um, I feel like Sammy needs to be more aggressive. I mean, he's... Up with all of his conspiracy theories about how WWE uh, is setting him up and you know things like that, I think he needs to really be more aggressive with it in his in his matches because of his heel phase. Mm-hmm. I think he's playing like the cowardly heel who's just takes advantage of every opportunity, but. Yeah, like he could have a little bit more dominance in him too. Yeah, maybe give him a, a, a title run that lasts like two days or something, and give him and say that he there's conspiracy theories behind that. That's a great idea. Yeah, you could go back to him and Shinsuke, and you know they had that little brief tag team. And wasn't uh, Cesaro part of that as well? Yeah, he was. Um, the last part of Monday Night Raw. No, Monday Night Raw. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm having a lot of brain farts today. Um, Friday Night Smackdown. The last part of Friday Night Smackdown was Bianca Belair's homecoming. And Becky Lynch. Decides to spoil it, uh, that's because you know he's you know the mayor of Knox County, Knox Knox County, uh, Tennessee, who former WWE wrestler and current WWE Hall of Famer Kane, he came back and made a special appearance Friday night uh, as Bianca Belair uh, made it back home to the town that. Uh, to the college that she went to. Um, it was their homecoming parade that happened over in Tennessee. Well, now it's basically the homecoming um, uh, homecoming uh, for her in WWE as well. I like how this was set up. Um now, I do want to read a little bit of the analysis that I'm looking at right now. You know, Becky Lynch, she, they said that Becky Lynch is starting a starting to uh, rival husband Seth Rollins in terms of ridiculous attire. <laughs> yeah, she, just like a bee. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the way they put this was great. 
uh, to tell you the truth. Um, I did kind of laugh because I, I had the chance to, to watch SmackDown a little bit before my dad did until I, I told him that Kane is back. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't lie, though. <laughs> I mean, I didn't lie. I just, it not, not is like what, not, he only made like a, a guest appearance. <laughs> It took me longer than I like to admit. Like when I saw Kane coming out, I was like, "What is he doing? Why is he here?" Uh, the connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, that was a uh, that was very funny. Um, now that's all that we had on the WWE side, and uh, I mean WWE side. I'm um, gonna actually go up and pull a little bit of AEW. Um, I the uh, pulling this up real quick. So the very first match was Adam Cole versus Frankie Carazan, and I might probably said that wrong. Um, but the winner was Adam Cole defeating Carazan. You know, uh, because sorry. Kazarian. Uh, and, uh, you know, what, what What are your thoughts on this match overall? It was a good debut for Adam Cole. Kazarian's always been a very underrated wrestler. Yes, uh, he even, is. Even since his TNA days, his WWE days, Kazarian has always been underrated. Um, I hope they continue to do stuff with him in AEW. But I heard... Okay, so I don't know if this is true or not, but the only reason, I heard that the only reason why Adam Cole left uh, WWE to go to AEW is because they wouldn't let him have a Twitch account. I heard that was a big reason for it. Um, I am kind of wondering because they do sponsor the uh, New Day's Twitch account and he does make appearances on there. Is he going to continue that? I don't think so. Um, I saw Xavier Woods, uh, you know, on up, 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 down, down. They had like a um, like a going away kind of thing. It was like, you know, there are times as adults we grow apart, something along those lines. It was kind of like a goodbye moment. Yeah, that's what I was kind of wondering as well. Um, you know, the next, next part actually was MGF, uh, you know, he he has his little promo uh, and he talks about the Grand Slam, uh, Brian Pillman Jr. and, uh, outsmart, outsmarting him. Um, you know, what are your thoughts on that? There is a line that you can cross and MJF is definitely crossing those lines. Um, <laughs> it's a difference between being a heel and just being a bad word. I'll just say that. And MJF is definitely that. The looking down, you know, to talk to Brian Pillman senior was like, mm-hmm. whoa, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But he, I mean, that's his job. He's making you hate him. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, so up next was a tag team match: Dante Martin and Matt Matt's, uh, Seidel. Um, they wrestled FTR, and uh, the winner of that was FTR. You know, winning over Martin and Seidel. Uh, what are your reactions to that? Um, Dante Martin is definitely the future of <laughs> AEW. He's, I think he's what twenty or something. He is young, very athletic, a good high flyer. Um, I don't think he's done any promo time, but he's definitely got a bright future for him. Um, FTR, I mean, of course they're going to win that match. The one of the best tag teams in wrestling right now. I'm not a fan of them, but I mean, I, I understand, you know, who people like. So it was a good match, very competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I didn't, I honestly thought that this match was random. Um, mm-hmm. Other besides getting views, I didn't uh, understand the reasoning behind it. Uh, but as the match itself, you know, he's like you said, he's uh, Martin uh, Dante Martin is really talented. He's future of AEW. I agree. I totally agree with that. I just felt like it was other than views. I didn't know why this match happened. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't know where Dante and came from as a tag team, but this is a match I kind of wanted to see um you know cody rhodes he went up and it wasn't really even a match it was more of a a brawl Mm -hmm. um cody rhodes basically went up to maliki black and you know had basically attacked him um so you know what what are you your thoughts on that I think that this is one of those few times where, like, when a wrestler runs out, they needed their theme music. Because when Cody came out, like, you know, there was just no fire with it, it seemed like. Um, I'm glad that he's coming back. I'm a Cody fan. Uh, so am I. I, I, I do want to see that match with Malachi Black. Is it, it's Wednesday, right? They're doing that this week. Uh, um, I think so. Yeah, I don't know if it's the Wednesday or the Friday. I think it's Wednesday, uh, but I'm looking forward to that match. It was good to see Cody. Um, I like seeing Rosario Dawson, which is very shocking. So I want to give you like a quick wrestling DC, you know, tri- trivia thing that yeah. I, I found out per, uh, recently. Um, Cody Rhodes, he made an appearance on uh, Arrow the very first season. Uh, he only played well. He only played like in a little bit. Uh, he uh, he played very first season. And he also played in season like five when Oliver Queen was spoiler alert arrested. Um, and the uh, there was a drug being used over in Star City called Stardust, huh. and he was dealing it. Cody was yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. 
so quick uh, arrow uh, wrestling <laughs> trivia there. That's um, awesome. I love DC and wrestling, so that's a great combination. Never watched Arrow, though. I'm not a TV person, but. <laughs> um, you know, next next up was uh, Chris uh, Jericho and Jake Lan- Lambert. Um, sorry, Jack, Jake. Chris Jericho and Jake Hager interrupt Dan Lambert um, while while going on his little situation. Uh, What are your thoughts on that? Jericho coming out was very out of nowhere. Um, Did not expect him to be the one to interrupt them. It was a, I mean, he got the fans involved, which is always good. The, I mean, I know like Sammy Guevara has other things going on, but I'd really rather seen him in that position than Jake Hager. Yeah. Um. Up next was uh, Jake Cargo versus Leah uh, Hirsch. Team Taz attacks CM Punk. Um. Your your thoughts on that? Um, I said before. Jay Cargill is the future of AEW's women division. Uh, uh, Britt Baker's going to have a good title run, I think. Whoever beats Britt Baker is only a transitional champion to give that belt to Jay. Uh, she's dominant. She, she's extremely athletic. She's strong. Yeah, I really can't say enough great things about Jay. The CM uh, Punk. Oh, oh, I was just going to say that that Team Punk's Taz stuff, you know, that stuff that's been going on, I kind of feel like it's a little flat. Yeah. Um, and I really think what it is is because I don't want to see CM Punk and Hobbs or Hook. If you're going to give do it with Team Taz, CM Punk and Ricky Starks is the match to go to. They may be saving it for a pay-per-view or something. I think so. Yeah, because Ricky Starks is nice. That's I like to uh, I like Ricky Starks, although he's going to uh, Rampage as a commentator. <laughs> um, you know, up next was Darby Allen versus uh, Sean Spears, and the winner of this one was Allen uh, defeating Spears. Uh, I I think that this feud between Sting Allen and the Pinnacle isn't exactly. Uh, you know, doing as well as what people expected. Um, but it does get the people involved something to do. Uh, you know, FTR, who followed up with a, uh, a strong match earlier uh, by beating the life out of Sting and Allen, but set up the <laughs> <laughs> to set up the New York New York match in New York next week. Yeah, um, it does seem like Sting and Tully were the bigger points of this match, which kind of hurt Darby and Sean, I think. Uh, uh, yeah, it's I'm a big Sting fan. He's, you know, in my top five of all time. But I don't want to see him and Tully doing too much. And that's what this is doing. It's taken away from the, the current talent. Didn't they say uh, – I think they said in the – it wasn't 
the latest episode, but they said in a, a few episodes ago where uh, going back to Cody Rhodes wasn't Sting his second favorite wrestler besides his dad. Yeah. Yeah, I that was interesting now. I didn't know that. Um, up next is Brian Danielson. Uh, he basically he challenges Kenny Omega. Um, I saw... I don't know where I saw this. But I saw uh, a, ma a letter from Brian... It, uh, was a, it wasn't a letter. It was a uh, post on Twitter or something. Uh, of Daniel, Brian Danielson saying his goodbyes to WWE. Mm -hmm. And uh, he... He now, he said in the post that he has a chance to wrestle somebody that he has dreamed for a very, very long time to wrestle. He just hasn't had the chance until now. Yeah, um, I saw that too, and it was a very nice thing that Brian did. He's gonna always have that door with you know have like a good relationship with WWE, so. Touch base what you said earlier. I definitely see him going into the Hall of Fame because he's yeah. not leaving on bad terms. He's not burning any bridges. He's just like everything that he's doing is just simply out of respect. Uh, I like the setup to him versus Omega. Hopefully, we do get the best bout machine Omega and Daniel Bryan. This match mm -hmm. could easily be match of the year. I do have to confess on something. Moving on to the next point, actually. Um, I have not seen a lot on John Moxley over in AEW, but the stuff that I have You're seen, not much. Like, time out. Let me finish. <laughs> stuff that I have seen, kind of like him, better than the WWE version. I'm not a fan well, of either. To, to hold on, hold on, I didn't like on. Dean Ambrose or John Moxley. Hold on, let me rephrase that. As a singles competitor. I like him better in AEW than in WWE. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I could do without him either way. <laughs> um, I mean, him I, in the I shield get, was I good. Get, him in the shield was good with uh, oh, yeah, Reigns yeah. and Seth. That, that was good. But I, I like him better here in AEW than WWE uh, as a singles competitor. Yeah, it's just like most of his matches in AEW kind of have that same routine. Uh, there's going to be a point, you know, of just the uh, still forearm shots, a couple of clotheslines, a brawl again, and then he's going to hit the – what is he calling it now? The um, paradigm shift match over. Uh, I said John Moxley and AJ uh, PW is great because he doesn't have to cut a promo. You know, I I think that's the one thing I do like about Moxley and AEW is his promos just because they're so random and they're not in the ring. You know, he's like at a diner somewhere in a dark corner talking. But yeah. His, his, his <laughs> in-ring style just doesn't do it for me. And mm. Um. 
that's actually the last of some of the uh, that's actually the last of the AEW matches um to talk about do you have anything else that you wanted to bring up before we give us a close um in all honesty this sunday does not feel like a pay-per-view is coming up wwe has not <laughs> done a good job of building extreme roles to me uh i know dominic earlier said you know there's no extreme role there's no extreme stipulations which is true like I think the only extreme, the only match that's like has any kind of stipulation is the triple threat match, which is different. Everything else straight up one on one. Yeah, that's that's totally true. Um, is there any match for extreme rules that you're looking forward to the most? Uh, Alexis Charlotte. They had that great promo on Sunday. And I think Alexa might win, but it is Charlotte Flair, so you can never count her out. I don't. I don't. Um, and the only reason is I don't want – I don't think they're going to want uh, Charlotte to in AEW. Mm, good point. Very good point. I think they're going to have her have a title run and not a short title run. Um. You know, maybe like four or five, six months, or have her as long as Bob, maybe Bobby Lashley had his title run. Yeah, but, yeah, something like that. But not not something like they they just gave up like a month later. I'm not nothing like that. Yeah, um, I want to see Finn versus uh, Roman, but we all know who's gonna win. So that kind of hurts that match yeah my one thing that i have to say and i this goes for both um aew and wwe is they need to be better at their advertising um you know before it was just wwe i mean sorry aw that needed to do that i mean they're they were new they've been out since what 2019 Mm -hmm. um so they're, they're completely new, and I, I totally get it. Now, going into AEW, going into WWE, I feel like maybe the production about how they release things onto, uh, you know, how they release their shows, that hasn't stayed the same other than maybe going to Peacock. That, that was a big change for them. But the one thing that is different, though, is how their book their matches needs to definitely improve. Yeah. Especially of what out of what we saw in Extreme Rules. Yeah. Like it needs to improve like fast. And then um so based on what you said earlier too, let's just focus on this pay-per-view right now. Let's not worry about Crown Jewel just yet. Let's get past this one, then start booking matches for Crown Jewel. I think that they're I honestly think Roman Reigns is going to win that match against Brock Lesnar because of what Big E said. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. this is this has been Nate the Great and Chris Robinson signing out. We'll see you uh, next week. Yeah.